We arrested these five on Xandar. Apparently, they think they can save the galaxy. What the hell? I look around at us, and I see a thief, two thugs, an assassin, and a maniac. But we're not going to stand by as evil wipes out billions of lives. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Ain't no thing like me except me. Who are you? We're the guardians of the galaxy. <laughs> Who? Forget it. Guardians of the Galaxy, in theaters August 1st. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. Alrighty, everyone. Welcome to uh, uh, Treks in Sci-Fi, our kind of semi-annual uh, Skype conversation, little chit-chat with uh, some friends of the show. We're going to uh, talk... Uh, talk about some of the summer movies that we've seen so far what else is still left this summer coming up uh, along with a little bit of tv talk too uh this will be show let's see 498 oh my gosh two more to go then 500 then the wow the universe implodes uh so <laughs> under the, and under uh, the weight under the collective weight of treks and sci-fi podcast yes right. and uh right. so on Skype with me today, uh, this is going out on uh, July 27th, 2014, we have uh, Rick Moyer, Brian, Chris, Jeff, and Rick Pete. I think I got everyone. Is that right? Everyone just say hello. We'll, we'll just Hi, keep this quick. Hello. Hi. Hello. So, uh, so, yeah. So, how's everybody's summer going? Are you guys keeping up with the movies? I, I know some of you have seen some of the stuff, but, uh, you know... There was a little bit of a lull, I think, in the last few weeks, in my opinion, of of not not a huge amount. I mean, besides the Apes movie, but uh, I got to see my Apes. I was happy. I'm yeah, gonna so, go see Apes to, on Monday at you, a matinee. Oh, okay, and it, the only, I think the only other really big movie this year that I've seen is um, um, Edge of Tomorrow. I die within five minutes of landing on that beach. The invasion failed. We lose everything. Now I live the same day over and over. You have to die. Until you change the outcome. They know we're coming! Finish it! Edge of Tomorrow, rated PG-13, starts June 6th. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I really want to see it. It was very good. I really liked it. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, yeah so I let's... Um, 
Let's go back in time a little bit, and we'll try to keep this pretty spoiler-free. I mean, we won't let any big, big things out, except... Uh, Tom Cruise dies. What? <laughs> again and again and again and again. And it should really be, you know, Edge of Tomorrow should have been like everybody, you know, everybody who doesn't like Tom Cruise, it should have been their favorite movie of all time. Yeah, because he dies like, you know, 20 times or whatever. So <laughs> It's like, can't you just stay dead? Yeah, but uh, I really yeah. want to read that book. Yeah, oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize it was was it based on a popular novel. I didn't I didn't know much of the. It's backstory. based on a Japanese novel. Okay. Well, while we're an talking an about it, it let's instead of going and yeah, let's just talk just about Edge of Tomorrow then. Light novel. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about that movie. You know, it came out in June. Edge of Tomorrow. Basically, it's sort of a future tale of of where aliens have have attacked Earth. You know, they're doing a pretty good job of of wiping out uh, people and. Uh, this, you know, I guess I'll just synopsis enough like they're, you know, what you see in the previews. The basis of the movie is it's sort of like a little alien invasion slash Groundhog Day, sort of. And that's that's a real general description. But Tom Cruise is this, he's not really a, he's in the military, but he's not a fighter. And through a series of circumstances, he ends up reliving this same like period of time, the same like day over and over again. And uh, I'm not going to give away exactly how that happens or why that happens, but it allows him to uh, sort of learn from his mistakes and and, uh, and and change sort of the tide of the war a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I thought the movie was great. I mean, I, I, I know there's a lot of people who are a little bit, you know, whatever on Tom Cruise, but I, I, I say always just about every movie I've ever seen him do, I'm always pretty entertained by it. You know, I, he was, he was good in oblivion. He was good in this. I mean, you know, he's, I think he's, I think he's a terrific actor. I mean, I, I think people have a hard time separating the, 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 the media personality that is the real Tom Cruise from the the, the movie time. Yeah. Even if that's the the real Tom Cruise, I heard, I heard, or even, yeah. Yeah. I heard him interviewed on Chris Hardwick's podcast. Oh, I listened to that too. Yeah. He was great. I mean, he was so down to earth and it's like, Boy, I think the guy just maybe makes some choices in public that, or says things in public that maybe get spun the wrong way. But I, you know, I've been a fan of his since Risky Business. I loved that movie as a teenager, and so I, you know, I know he's he has he hasn't done everything. Everything he's done is imperfect, but he was real good in this, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I I thought that the you know one of the things I really liked about it too Brian was that he seemed much more like kind of like a real guy in this movie and i, I don't, mm-hmm. i'm trying to say it the right way i mean yeah, he, 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 he's not he's not he's not a big ego star guy on the screen like trying to trying to take take things away from the other actors he yeah lets everyone be part of the movie because he knows it makes it better and it doesn't always have to be about him it's about getting the other actors to perform well and everyone makes everyone look good and yeah and i think of, like yeah. even the mission impossible movies which i you know i thought those were pretty good but i think he becomes a little more of this super action star there than even in this one you know again he yeah. at the beginning of this movie he's not you know he's a coward he, he's a pr guy he's a pr yeah. guy for the military and he and he's not a fighter, and he, you know he 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 doesn't hide that fact. You know he there's a scene I think in one of the trailers where he's like trying to run away. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it, it's uh, and I think for him I think that's that's a good you know to show that you know he doesn't have to be Mister Complete Hero from the get go. So uh, yeah, I, I thought and Emily uh, Blunt, Blunt. Yeah, yeah, she was awesome in this movie. Yes. You know, yeah, she, just the two of them together. I mean, again, Bill, I, Bill I, Paxton was terrific. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like this good old boy military guy, and he's just, uh, yeah, it's just great. And it's really, 
you know, like I said, I, I kind of described the movie, but it, it it's it's so much. I I was just so I thought it was just so much better than even really the premise made it sound like or look like. I yeah, just I think the little touches they did, where they replayed the day each time, were were real smart, and you know it was it was very very entertaining. I, you know I can't wait to watch it again sometime. But uh, anyone hey, else? Chris, uh, yeah, well, Chris, how yeah. did it compare to the novel? I haven't uh, I'm I haven't read the novel yet. I want to read oh, it, okay. and I haven't seen the movie because I want to read the novel first. But I gotcha. just saw that it was on Amazon, so I'm gonna pick it up off of Amazon. Cool. Has anybody else seen that one? I, I know Rick Rick Moyer said he, you didn't see it yet, right? Not yet. I want to see it. But... I've seen it. Uh, I went and saw it. And yeah. I have to What'd agree with uh, both uh, you, Rico, and Brian. And I I really enjoyed it, actually. I I really liked that uh, Tom Cruise. Like, like you said, he, his character wasn't really... Uh, I, I guess he became a hero near the end, but, uh, you know... Uh, for the you know the first part of the movie, like you say, he was really a kind of a shallow type kind of person. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, duh. you know, willing to send send other people into kind of battle, but not willing to go there himself. And uh, mm-hmm. like say, I, I just uh, like I agree with you guys too. I I really enjoy Tom Cruise movies, and uh, like say, I know the you know Tom Cruise the person and seems to be quite maligned, but uh, you know I. I you know, even just his science fiction movies, like uh, I've seen over the last little while, like this one, Oblivion, Minority Report. Uh, like I say, I've always uh, he does well in these in these types of, types of movies, and uh, like I say, this movie probably one of my favorites of the summer, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel the same way. Did you see it, Rick? Pete? Yeah, I did see it, and uh, as Tom Cruise movies go, I, I thought it was a pretty good movie. I liked. I think I kind of echo what Brian said. I really like the fact that he seemed like a real guy and it wasn't, it really, the movie didn't seem like it was really just about him. You know, some of these movies, I mean, I mean, I like all of the Mission Impossible movies, but it's really about him. Yeah. And this movie yeah. really wasn't, about, I mean, it was almost like a coming, I mean, he was sort of coming into his own maturity through the course of all of those, you know, time repeats. Yeah, we learned a bit more. It was, you know, and no, I, I like the way the whole thing progressed. I really, I really did. Yeah, and I can't say much more because then it'll then it'll be a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh it's good good movie, and uh, I think uh, I think a lot of people really were a little surprised by it. I think it didn't, you know, it, it got a little advertising and a little press before it came out, but I I think it, there were a lot of other movies that were kind of like overshadowing it a bit, and uh, yeah, it didn't, yeah. and it didn't do great box office. I think it barely broke a hundred million, which is a shame. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, compared to probably whatever the budget was, yeah, I think. I, I mean, it did pretty good, I think. But you know, these, you know, that's the difference these days. You know, the, you know, these movies, some of them cost so much, and on top of that, during the summer, you know, there's I think a week or so after. This one came out. And we can talk about this one, I guess, next a little bit. But the it right after, not too long after this one came out, was uh, Godzilla, the Godzilla yeah. movie. Oh, I saw that too. Yep. Yeah, which which I mean, it was you know I think I don't know Godzilla was sort of weird. I mean, I, I at first I was kind of like, yeah, that was pretty good. But the more I've kind of thought about it since I saw it, the more I go like, you know, I don't know. I think it could have been a lot better. I mean, I'm still I think... I'm still a defender of this one. I I I, I, I had a great experience watching it in the theater, and even looking back upon it and some of uh, some of the, the the failings of it, which I think are are legitimate criticisms, um, 
I really I, I enjoyed the, the the overall experience and mm-hmm. it was oh just I enjoyed the, yeah the 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 it, romp it was, of it you know the the monster fights and everything yeah, yeah. but I I didn't care for the, who turned out to be the main character that we followed I came the actor I came who's the actor that was in that um well he's playing Quicksilver in the next Avengers movie right. he's I, Aaron I, 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 Taylor Johnson yeah he was yeah. the guy who kick plays Kickass in yeah. the Kickass movies yeah he's, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't engaged with his character and story and he he got he had to do a lot of the heavy lifting for the movie because Brian Cranston's character is he's not really not super, in it so much. He's not really super charismatic, at least in this movie. Mm. You know, he doesn't yeah. really have a have quite the the screen presence. I don't know. He just seemed a little bland. Yeah, in this one. Yeah. But Gareth, I mean Gareth Edwards, he'll get another. They're going to get another shot at this one because it was just announced at Comic Con today that not only is our Godzilla two been greenlit by Legendary Pictures, but it's going to feature Mothra and Rodan. So we're going to get a yeah. I, heard I don't know that. if it's an origin oh, or a, a sequel, but we're getting another Godzilla movie with monsters we know instead of those two monsters that were kind of like. Huh. I mean, that was confusing. The, the 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 MacGuffin monsters in this film that were not Godzilla that the film yeah. focused on a lot, we don't we don't connect with. But if I see Mothra and Rodan, I'm in because I mean that's my childhood. I grew up watching those. Sure. Movies, yeah. So. Yeah. It was kind of like you know I don't know if maybe there was a, a a rights thing why they came up with some different you know creatures. The I, only I don't mon- know. The only monster I think is not part of Toho Studios is Gamera. I think because oh, he's yeah. I think he's different because he's never been in a Godzilla movie, but obviously Godzilla's fought Mothra. Godzilla's been in movies with Rodan, and those that's all Toho Studios. So yeah, and I think they're and they're they're a co-producer on all the, on these films. So yeah, I liked it. I think I think one of the problems I had with Godzilla, I mean, it was you know it's okay, but I, I think one of I I felt a little bit like the. Um, I didn't think the advertising and marketing for the movie really matched what I ended up seeing. It was sort of like a little disconnect of like, you know, the big thing for me was, you know, I don't want to give too much, too much away. It wasn't disconnect, Rico. It was disingenuous. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's a good point. You're right. They did it. It presented the movie being focusing on certain characters and actors that and not eh, so it really mu- wasn't <laughs> yeah i know that so that that kind of was a little bit bit of a disappointment for me yeah. so you know but i i mean i enjoyed it i love godzilla you know i'm a big fan of uh those movies i grew up watching all that stuff so i mean it's um yeah it, it, i'm glad they're gonna do another one i mean i'm 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 cool with that but you know like i said earlier i think that was it literally kind of stomped a little bit on edge of tomorrow's business because it came out, you know, a little after that. Uh, any anyone else on the on the line or call that you you saw it, right, Jeff? Yeah, I saw the movie, and uh, yeah, I kind of uh, feel the same way that uh, you both feel on it. In that uh, it was all right, but uh, I kind of left um, maybe wanting a bit more. I felt the um, the human portion of this story. Uh, I felt I didn't feel really connected to the, any of the characters there. So if you know, I, I I didn't really care what happened to them, so uh, I was a little disappointed there. I, I felt it kind of it took a long time to really kind of get going, I guess. And in the end, uh, maybe maybe this is a little bit <laughs> a cheap point of view from my standpoint, but maybe in the end, I was just really just happy with uh, you know the last part where it's just Godzilla and the other creatures just, just fighting, kind of <laughs> fighting through the cities and knocking down the cities and just a real urban landscape type kind of knocking buildings down and. It just maybe that's all I really wanted was maybe two hours of just rampage, I guess. Yeah. You know, you know what's yeah. funny about the rampage part is that 
a, about a month after I, the movie came out and I saw it, I was in San Francisco racing in a triathlon called Escape from Alcatraz. And as I would look at the Golden Gate Bridge and that whole area, I was like, Godzilla was just here. And this is so cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is fun when you, when you, I, I, I had a similar experience. And I guess we could uh, jump over this movie just because it'll be a good segue of, of mine. But I, I, you know, they, the Detroit area in Michigan has, has been kind of, I don't know what's going on lately, but there's, there's been a few movies of recent years that have been filmed partially here. I've actually seen two in, in a, in a, just a few months. And the next one I thought we could talk about a little bit. I, I don't know who's seen, who saw the, the, um, the new Transformers movie. You guys have never seen a truck like this before. I think we just found a Transformer. I fear we are all targets now. He needs our help. We are in a lot of trouble. Oh my God! Autobots, roll out! Transformers, a Michael Bay film, June 27th. There's a scene in the Transformers movie where uh, they and they filmed some of this here in Michigan, and they uh, they said you know it's kind of flashes on the screen CIA headquarters, which is really actually just a building over at uh, General Motors that I, that I actually I've been to, and even when they walk into the building, I'm like, yeah, I've been in that lobby. That's not the CIA. <laughs> at least I don't think it is. Maybe it is. Maybe I. But anyway, uh, did it, did anybody else? I mean, you know, Transformers. It, it it's just exactly what what it looks like. I mean, there's nothing. They filmed you know, part of Transformers here as well. Recently. I know. They must have filmed that movie everywhere in every state. Maybe they got some yeah, kind of our uh, nuke site. We have a, an abandoned nuke China. site. Yeah, well, China actually. Some of the scenes that they show, you know, like that, are supposed to be. Um, they used Detroit and they redid it like a Chinatown kind of. Uh, area. No, that was Chicago. Well, some of it, yeah, but again, some of it they filmed here. I mean, I have footage, you know, where they were playing on the news here. But but yeah, they filmed it all over the place. I guess I don't know why in so many different places. But uh, and a lot of China money too put into it because they're really going after that Chinese market. So yeah, like the well, second and, half of that movie is really geared it, towards the uh, Chinese. Uh, and apparently, there's a, there's a different there's a there's an entirely different sequence that is only appearing in the Chinese release of the film that oh, actually really? feature. Yeah, I didn't see the movie, but I read about. Um, and this this goes this sort of goes to my job as a as a financial advisor because we you know looking at the stu- at at New Line and this isn't it isn't not New Line who does this um who who produces Paramount I think Paramount I think it's Paramount thank you. yeah yeah so they 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 actually included a very uh, one of the characters I guess is Chinese or there's a Chinese element to the film and yes. Rico you can yeah, yeah. so. There's a scene where that where, where the, that actor I guess is pretty well known in China, and there's a extended scene with him to give him more screen time in the film that only airs over there. Ah, yeah, okay. I think that's the uh, character. Like when uh, when they're, they're all that martial artist stuff when she runs into that guy in the um, elevator. I think I think that the it's fellow, a, well, it's, which, no, it's it's the girl and the guy. That's right. It's the guy yeah. in the elevator is yeah. someone who's very well known in China. Yeah. That's, that's exactly right, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, I and mean, I was it was actually downtown in Chicago for for a totally different reason, and there was Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. They're really? all out there. Yeah, they were filming, and they had the entire street redone to look like Tokyo. Yeah, I mean, all the signage was different. I mean, it was pretty amazing, and they 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 were in Chicago for about a week. Wow, that's cool. So it, was, it was pretty cool. <clears throat> 
Yeah, those movies, you know, I, I don't know. They, you know, this this is a movie. I, I it was funny. I was at this uh, local comic book shop today that I go to, um, and these guys were talking about, you know, the the person at the counter running, you know, run running the place, and one of the customers were talking about Transformers and how it's like, oh, you know, they're so terrible, they're so terrible, and all this, and and I was just getting some comics, and I I wasn't really saying anything for a while, and you know, th- this is the case of one of these times where you know people that are real like you know fanboys of the you know transformers and then they're like oh that's not the way it should be da 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 and i'm and i finally just have to say well you know what the thing made a ton of money <laughs> so i'm not yeah. saying it's a good movie even or a great movie by any means or anything like that i'm just saying it did exactly what they wanted it to do it made a lot of money so you know yeah. it, it's like they don't really care i mean you know you can get the combination of a of a really cool, good movie, and it makes a bunch of money, you know. But in this case, it, you know, it's just to me, it's just a popcorn fun movie. But yeah, it it made like a whole pile of money. Everybody was just ripping it apart when it first came out, and then just kept making money and making money. You know, it made a whole whole bunch. Like I think Brian's uh, saying overseas too. So uh, it it uh, you know it they'll just keep making them if they keep making a bunch of money so yeah, that's one was... of the things the newer things for movies now is the whole chinese element for yeah. you to get the tax breaks in china and not count as a foreign film and get taxed on it you have to have a chinese actor and x amount of time in china shot in china uh-huh. which is why a lot of our movies now have scenes in china with chinese actors even though we don't see them yeah, yeah, I can see that. It's uh, it, yeah, they'll uh, you know, they're just uh, you know, they it's a business, you know. Ultimately, at it the end, you know. is. yeah, well, it's so. a huge market, huge marketplace there too for China. You know, it's you know, it's one of the yeah. It, of, I don't blame them at all. Well, and I went to know, uh, keep, keep in mind yeah. if they if they have if they if they're more inclusive of a of Chinese characters or storylines in some of these. And and let's face it, these are these are tentpole film summer films this is it's not you know remains of the day it's not a merchant ivory film this is transformers and yeah so i think it's i think it's fine to sort of you know nothing in transformers serves the story you don't need to, we don't need to get all critical about how these films are put together if they want to appeal to a certain audience meaning three billion people in china then fine go ahead and do exactly. that and all, they also are looking at a way to curb piracy over there, and they figure, you know what, if we can have a release where there are Chinese actors that these people are, can associate with, they might be more inclined to actually go to the theater and spend money on a movie ticket as opposed to pirate it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it, yep. it solves a lot of problems for the for the major film studios to be... It really to, does. You know, and, and you know, some people say it's kowtowing, and some people say it's, you know, you're just rolling over and, and just and giving up your story. And in films like this... That's perfectly fine. I mean, I mean, come on, let's face it. Yeah. Well, I was in, you know, when I went over there uh, in earlier this year in, to China and Shanghai, you know, I, mm-hmm. I went with um, a friend of mine over there. We went out because uh, we were there over the weekend, so we had some time, and we went to uh, there was a like a mall with a movie theater in it, kind of across the street from the hotel, and we went. We said, hey, you know, let's go over there, go to get something to eat, and then go to a movie. So we saw. I think I may have mentioned this on the podcast previously, but I mean, we saw that um, that new RoboCop movie in in Shanghai, in China. It was um, it was in English, but they had you know Chinese subtitles. And and the, the the funny thing about it, and I don't know at all. I didn't you know I don't have a feel for enough of the theaters over there. But but this uh, theaters in this mall over there, they were it was really small. 
I mean, the, you know, I, I'm used to these big megaplexes that we have here with huge screens and, you know, IMAX every on every other corner. And but the, it was a small, small theater, and it was pretty filled up because it was so small. But they seemed to enjoy the movie. I mean, everybody was, you know, seemed to kind of enjoy it, and it was an okay movie. But uh, I just found it interesting, you know, that uh, and I heard from some of the other people there that that they do show a lot of movies over there. They'll just show them in English, but have, you know, Chinese subtitles. So I don't know. I just, yeah, you're right, Rico. When I went there, like, I, I haven't been to China in 10 years, but when I, I went, uh, I, I saw a few mo- movies there as well. And uh, they had um, movies which were in like just kind of Chinese only theaters. And then they also had movies which were in, which were uh, English with, uh, with subtitles yeah. or, or, or something like that. And then actually it was kind of interesting because I was there like 10 years ago and it was kind of the first time I ever had that experience where they had the, um, where actually you had to pick and reserve your seat. Like I'd never experienced that because over yeah, the, they here still in Canada, do, we, they we, still haven't, do that, we haven't done right? that. Yeah. Now we do that. Now it's quite common. But back then, 10 years ago, they were introducing that whole pick your seat and which yeah, is which, interesting. which I always find. Uh, yeah, they do that here in Michigan in some theaters too, you know, the whole pick your seat thing. And I always find yeah. it funny because, again, most of the time, I could see maybe why they do it over there more, but most of the theaters I go to here are huge. And it's like, really? You know, I need to pick. <laughs> it's like it three, 300, going seats, to, um... 300 seats that I'm like, uh, I don't think you need to worry about, you know. I mean, like, it really it seems funny to me when you're. You know, I'm yeah, used to it. Like when you go to like a performance, like a like a theater play, you know, there because the seats get pretty much all booked and filled up. You know that you know kind of want to have. It's not just a free for all when everybody walks in, but uh, I just you know you go to these theaters with 300 seats and there's like six people watching the movie and you still pick yeah. a seat. So it just seems yeah, funny. Yeah, odd, but, but it'll help. I it does. I've gone to a few movies like when you go on like an opening weekend or an opening night or something like that. Uh huh. Like it's all like you know, and the theaters like fully filled up or something like that and saves you from having to you know you can do it like on online you can get your tickets or whatever sure right. ahead of time then you can just show up like five minutes before the movie starts so i see there but yeah i agree with you rico like you're just going during the like a matinee or something like that and there's which is when i usually go yeah. yeah so it's uh and then usually i end up at like i said at these at these huge um you know size theaters like uh my friend and i we just went to see um that new Lucy movie today. Uh, yeah, I saw it too. I'm today. going to see that tonight. Yeah. Oh, there you go. But uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It's it's a little. I I would have expected it to a little bit more out of it. I'm not going to say too much because it just came out. I, I enjoyed it. I I think it's. It reminds me of a couple of other movies of the last couple of years. I I think there's a pretty similar, uh, especially yeah. that um, Johnny Depp one from a few months back or earlier this year. Yeah. That. Oh, Transcendence. Yeah. Yeah, it it's there's yeah. there's some similarities between them, but it uh, spins off in a weird weird. Uh, yeah, it kind of spins off really weird near the end. The first half of the movie seems pretty straightforward. Then it, you know, it really goes. But yeah, this uh, when we went to the movies today, though, again, it was uh, I, I don't know maybe it's because it's a nice summer day out, but it was pretty dead. There wasn't you know there weren't very many people when I first got there. I mean, I walk in and there's like two of us in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> actually there were like i think there was two other people way in the back behind but uh and then it, i mean by the time it started i'd say maybe we had in a a pretty large theater we had maybe 50 people when it started maybe 40 or 50 i don't know maybe not yeah. that many even but but still pretty small amount um compared to the size yeah. so i saw it in uh i didn't see it in a, in the larger theater because i just went and saw it in the uh, 2d showing but uh 
I'd say our theater was probably, it was the first one in the morning, the 1210. So I'd say the theater was about, uh, I would say it was a little over half full or. Oh, that's pretty like good. That. So, so yeah. that was all right. Like say, I just went and saw it in a 2D showing though. I didn't really want to spend the extra. For I didn't the, even uh, realize that that was, uh, it was Lucy. This that you're talking about is, is there's a 3D version of it out there too? No, they had not. Uh, well, what they have up here in Canada, they call it an um, Ultra AVX, which is that goes in, into a um into that goes into like a much better theater with the you know oh you know, better I see sound I see what that's you really, mean. so it possibly might not have been 3D it was just in one of our in one of the more elite theaters and I didn't really want to pay the additional the extra uh, gotcha yeah we have some of those too a little bit where it's like some kind of extra sound and super yeah. picture and all whatever it is who knows but uh, yeah so um. Let's, hey, I'm sorry, Rico. Can yeah. I just jump in real quick? Yeah, I, I have to hop because um, I need to start making dinner. But I just want to say the 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 one movie I'm really looking forward to is Guardians of the Galaxy. And in regards to TV, still watching Defiance, and I'm still watching Falling Skies. So those are my those are my current things that I've sort of been into on a sci-fi basis. And oh, cool! Yeah, Guardians, of the, Guardians of the Galaxy is um, I'm so looking is really forward. hearing you guys, hearing you guys good can stuff. talk about it later. But yeah, I'm so looking forward to that. And it's a movie that I have absolutely no connection to in regards to the comics but talk about a a, a marketing campaign campaign in a film that looks just so much fun so i'm li- really looking forward to that and uh, yeah i think it'll be so good for, yep yeah thanks so much for having me on and uh, all my love to everyone at make Trek sure to Sci-Fi, shoot that guys. video for show 500 yes yo, thank you for reminding me I'll, i promise i'll do it tomorrow and i'll send it to you okay all right cool man thanks all right, thanks guys take bye, care brian bye, bye. All right, so let's talk about uh, the the other one I wanted to talk about. There, there's there's at least a few more, but uh, I'm I'm doing you know we've been kind of going through more recent ones. So let's talk about the uh, what's the official title? Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. It all started with an experiment. Caesar was the first. Oh, you're home. It became a virus. It wiped out half the planet. But the apes didn't just survive it; they evolved. If you threaten his family, he will retaliate. They're animals! We're gonna kill every last one of them. War has begun. It's not yeah, the don't. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. But, but <laughs> there's nobody named Dawn in the movie, so it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. What was up with that? I kept looking for which. Who's Dawn? Is Caesar's <laughs> you know wife's name Dawn? I, I I don't know. She never really had a name, did she? That I heard. So. Uh, uh, no, she never named Caesar. No. No. All right, I have to say no. that I, I really liked it a, 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 a lot. I mean, even more than I thought I would. I thought it was really well done. It's, it's a lot more uh, emotional than... Heck, it, it, it probably stirred more emotions in me than most of the other movies over the summer with, like, real <laughs> real people in them and not, you know, CGI apes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was great. And uh, I think I it's a lot... I was really surprised. Yeah. I think it's cool that we're getting another, like series of apes movies after you know 30 years or well you know i thought it was going to be a really dark apocalyptic kind of thing and it kind of it had those elements Mm -hmm. but uh what i was surprised by was it within the first five minutes i forgot that it was cgi and those apes were characters and they did some dang good acting it was amazing yeah i was like really i'm getting sucked into emotions 
And each one of the apes has such a distinct personality, and they did a great job at differentiating between them. And I don't know. It was just really weird. And I forgot that we were, you know, that there were computer-generated images there. It was weird. Yeah. But in a good way. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Yeah, it, uh, you really get to know, like, that, you know, half a dozen or so, the, the key apes in the, in the right, movie. Right. I mean, they, they're really different, the way they look, act, move. Their facial expressions. The I really. The only thing I thought yeah. was a little bit cheesy was how they had to. Uh, the only way they could really get Caesar's son to stick out is they had to have him get in a big accident at the beginning. So oh, he, <laughs> where he gets a little yeah. injured and he's got. He you know, those, yeah, I don't yeah. want to spoil it, but there's yeah. There's yeah. not too much of a not too big of a spoiler. Heck, there's probably pictures online of you know in the in the previews yeah, you can see true. he's got that's a little true. cut you know kind of across him. So. Uh, yeah, but I think yeah. he would have been identifiable. But you're right. I think that was a help in some scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was uh, very uh, very good. Very. Um, I think they uh, I think they did a good job. I mean, I've heard some some say they felt it was a little long, but uh, that was only because I watched it at ten o'clock at night. <laughs> I you needed another. Uh, you needed son. some coffee or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Nathan invited me to go with him, so we went to the our theater had it the night before it opened at ten o'clock. Oh, right. Amy actually went with me and slept through the whole thing. Oh, that at night at ten o'clock, but she slept. Yeah, I paid. I paid how much for your ticket, and you slept through it all. She had a very anyway. comfy seat, so she had a nice little nap. She did. So, at my uh, shoulder, I guess, was nice. But. I, I I've never been able to. You know, I, I I've got a friend that I, I I used to work with who who goes to a lot of movies. He's a big big movie fan, almost probably more than I. He he watches. You know, I watch a lot of the genre type stuff, and I watch other movies too. But he sees a ton. He watches a lot of foreign anyway. But but he'll he'll go to lit movies late at night and he says yeah I'm gonna have to see that again because I fell asleep about halfway through it and I've never been able or or I've just never been able to fall asleep easily in in like public you know like movie theaters I'd be afraid I'd airplane. like wake up everybody snoring or something you know <laughs> well, just, I mean with that movie though I mean that movie gets pretty pretty loud uh, for a lot of yeah. it I mean there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of action you know I I, I would yeah. have a hard time. Uh, but uh, how about uh, you know Jeff or Rick or Chris? Do you guys see this movie or what? Did, what did you guys think? Yeah, I actually, I'm going to go see the movie, and uh, I'm a big I'm a big Apes fan, and uh, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. In fact, I saw it twice. I went once um, with with a friend of mine, and then the very next day I took my son. And you know, my son's pretty picky about movies, but he really enjoyed this movie. And Rick, we had the same feeling that you had that. I know that these are all CGI apes, but I mean, you just couldn't tell. They, no. they were so, their expressions were just so rich, and the emotions yeah. were just were right there and very very palatable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we were, we were totally sucked into it. In fact, we came home, and my son grabbed my whole collection of ape movies and I just sat watch and watched. All of the original series movies, because mm. he wanted to understand, you know, some things. And I was trying to explain, well, you know, the differences between how it used to be and the origins of how it is. And yeah. This movie are different. What did he think so, of those, yeah. Rick? What, what, what did he'd never seen the the older ones before? The, that was first time he he'd watched those. Yeah, he'd never seen them. I mean, he knew they were there, yeah, but he never sure. watched them. And what did he but think? It wasn't until he saw this one that he thought, well, let me go check out. You know, what the original stories were. Uh-huh. So make so he, sure he, he, that oh. 
And make sure he gets to watch the TV series because that was classy, man. <laughs> well, the collection I have is everything ape. It's it's like ten DVDs. Oh right, yeah, they did. Is it like the is it like the cartoon even on that in that set, Rick, or no? Yeah, the cartoons. In oh it. my gosh, yeah, that's and it, awesome. And, and it came in the whole set came in a box that you, you open up the box and it's basically an ape. Oh, that's it's like, a big, like, a, yeah. like like a, like a bust of an ape. You're right. It's a big and monkey the head. Yeah, are like stuck in the back of his head. <laughs> So my wife, ah, it's just like, like in uh, like, Temple of Doom. Ape. It's monkey brains, monkey monkey DVD or Blu-ray. Exactly. Yeah. So my wife made me move it because I had it up in the fam in the living in a family room, and she didn't like to have she this ape staring at her. <laughs> That's funny. Well, when they made that one, they didn't monkey around at all. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, most you know, there's people that really went ape for those movies when they came. Oh. Oh. It was a swinging good time. That, yeah, no, I mean, that, you know, that first movie with Charlton Heston is just so classic and timeless. And so much, uh, so many, like, things came from that, you know, like, get your hands off me, you know, you damn dirty. Yeah, and I, just, yeah, and the whole Statue of Liberty scene at the end. Hey, spoiler, after, you know, 40 years yeah. or whatever. but uh, You blew it up! <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's it's yeah it's just great uh, great stuff but yeah that that movie I think was I I really enjoyed the one from a few years ago what was what was that Rise of the Planet is that the was that the title yes yeah. Rise of the Planet with uh, what's movie. his name who who was the the guy the Spider Man guy uh, yeah. yeah he was uh, uh, why am I blanking on Osborne. his name he was in the movie yeah, with where he cuts uh, off his arm or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's um James uh Franco. Yeah, James yeah. Franco, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the guy that was going after fifteen year old girls. Yeah. I just think that the uh I just I, I like that movie a lot. You know, the whole thing with his father, you know, with the Alzheimer's thing and, and him trying to, you know, help him and, and that the connection with him and Caesar, you know, I, I I thought that was a good movie too. So and this one is, is quite a bit different than that, but uh and I could see why the um I don't even know if they tried to get him back in this movie or not, or if they just wanted to go. You know, they set it's set like ten years or so later, so it. I don't um, think they did because they wanted to cut out that element, so it'll be a challenge for Caesar later. Ah, okay. Well, plus, you know, how would they explain that he just happened to be immune? Well, yeah. I mean, I think, it, it, I think it you know, much better. Yeah, if he was. He had died, and you know, the the one scene where you know. They went back to the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was much more effective. Although you could say that I, I don't know. I mean, there, you don't really know for sure, even though he isn't, uh, you know, really in the movie except for some flashback kind of stuff in a way. Won't give too much away, but I mean, you don't know that he's dead, right? He's just not around for some reason. Maybe he'll come so. back for the third one. Yeah, you never know. I've seen them. I you suppose. know, you know, it's possible. But yeah, it was a good movie. Real, real well done. And uh, and they did a lot of good work. I mean, they really set the stage for a lot of things. I mean, I thought this movie, you know, it, it, it set the foundation for, you know, the laws, you know, that, you know, the original movie, you know, yeah. Ape Society, you know, they had laws, you know, and right. some of that stuff, you, if you actually looked at the blackboard, yeah. when the orangutan was doing the class, yeah, the eight laws are written on the board. Yeah. Yeah, I caught oh, some of that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So there was a, there were a lot of things in this movie that really called 
back to the original movie a little bit different, but still you could see some of the things that have been talked about by Cornelius, whatever, were inserted into this movie in in a lot of subtle ways. Uh huh. Yeah. That I thought was really, really. I thought it was it was a really good callback. Yeah. Good. Good job they did. Um, anybody else uh, on this movie before we move on? I haven't seen it. I need to go see it. I'm still trying to reconcile the timeline differences, but I definitely want to see it. It's worth it. Jeff, did you see this one? No, I haven't seen this one yet. Oh, It'll have this? to be one uh, probably have to pick up uh, when it gets released on DVD or wherever. Probably I just wait a couple then. of you know months, week or two, whatever. But I was going to say, you just only have to wait like five days and you'll get it. <laughs> All <laughs> yeah. right, the... Uh, the other real big one I thought this this year so far this summer uh, that I loved was the X Men movie. So many battles waged over the years, and yet none of them like this. Are we destined to destroy each other, or can we change who we are and unite? Is the future truly set? X-Men, Days of Future Past. That was good. Yeah. That was great. I mean, what did... Uh, I'll let somebody start us off for this, but uh, what did, what did uh, you know, Rick, you want to go go first? Tell us what you thought. Which Rick? Either one. <laughs> you guys fight it out to the death. Rick, Pete, you <laughs> go first. Okay. Um, I thought it was fantastic. I didn't know what to expect. I purposely try to stay away from trailers. Um, so the fact that it started out in the future, you know, I, I wasn't expecting that. But uh, uh-huh. I had the whole issue of, well, how do you go from, you know, it, it was kind of a big jump from the previous X-Men movie to this one. Yeah, you're right. You know, so you just had to sort of suspend that whole thing to figure out how they got to where they were. Now, did um, you know? Explain. Do you know this story at all, Rick? Did you know this story from the comics at all, or had you ever heard this or know it? I, I wasn't. I wasn't sure. No, I did not. I'm not okay, I don't so know you were totally, uh, totally, totally uh, new to it. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I like the. I mean, I, I really, I like the idea. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole going. I guess I did. I, I, you know, there was. I didn't know about the whole. You know, being able to go back in time. That was sort of a new thing. I didn't know that she had that ability. So my X-Men knowledge is clearly not encyclopedic. But uh, but I really like the idea of Mystique really sort of taking the reins uh-huh. you know, and leading the cause. Um, and and I, I didn't I didn't realize, and I don't well, I don't know how much we should be talking and how much detail we're gonna go into, but I didn't realize that she in a way was sort of the whole beginning of oh, the Sentinel you know, things you mean, or the yeah, connection between her and the Sentinels. Not, yeah, we don't we don't have to say yeah, too much, the but there's storyline from yeah. the, you know initially, and I don't remember her being being piece of that original research. Well, I don't know, was that a retcon? Some 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 of this. Yes, it was. Yeah, some of this. Keep in mind some of this stuff that they did. Yeah, like Chris said, there um, is is some things that they sort of twisted and changed a little for the movie for the movie purposes. I think it worked pretty well, but. Yeah, it's not quite, it's not, you know, they don't, with these movies, they have not usually gone directly from the comics. You know, they, they usually tend to take 
bits of things and then they do what they want with it. And I, I still, I'm good with that. I mean, I know the comic stories and that's one thing. And then they, they kind of take little elements from that and then make their own, make their own movie out of it. But I think the movie works pretty well, especially since they did the one, you know, from a few years ago before that, that showed these, these X-Men coming together in the sixties. And it was a great way for them to sort of bring the two groups together, you know, a real good, uh, good way to do that. So it's, uh, and I, and I I think the whole story of how the Sentinels worked and the fact that they were able to morph and use mutant powers that made much more sense to me in, in terms of them being effective in their ability to, eliminates mutants uh-huh. than the original sure. cartoon Then just being line. a bunch of giant robots, you mean, that they could actually, yeah. you know, go toe-to-toe? Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I think it was uh, it was a good fit, and uh, it made them seem a lot more threatening, you know, a lot more of a problem for them, so. And I, and I, I, and I like the movie. way, I also like the way Magneto, I like the character development of Magneto through the course of the film. Yeah, he, he's real was... interesting. I mean, they've they've made him a real interesting character. You know, he's very like you don't know if he's whose side he's on. He kind of bounces around you in between you know the good side and the bad side, and you can't really completely trust him. And and he you know it's yeah he's it's good. It's interesting. He's like the Garrick of the X Men. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just a simple. He's just a simple tailor. Taylor, you know, that's right. Yeah. But he but he's you know, he I mean they really make him into I mean they make him very deep. I mean he's much more deep than he is in, that I've you know experienced in, in the comics. And they make him more in a way more realistic, more more approachable as a character. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I mean I think all of us can appreciate all the things he's gone through. It kind of makes sense where he is mentally. Yes. Yeah. Based on what he's gone through, so instead of just saying, "Okay, here's a bad guy," yeah, he's just a bad guy because he's bad, bad right? He was like somehow he's, born bad. Yeah, he's not that. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's not a foil for Professor X. He's not a foil. You know, there's a bad guy, there's a good guy. He's just way more complex than that. Well, you yeah, know, and, and then, it also shows that he he evolves too. He changes. You know, in the future, they become basically, you know partners and and they help each other you know they 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 team up more or less so uh well yeah at least they they they, they can find common purpose and work together when necessary i mean yep. i don't know yeah i don't know in the future where they're necessarily buddy buddy again but they 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 knew they had to join forces to defeat a common enemy yeah yeah how about uh chris what well, you were starting to say something i think a while back about this too yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. I there's two things I really liked about it. The first is that it fixed uh, X Men Three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it, it yeah, we we fixed sort of retcon that away a little bit, which is great. <laughs> because X Men Three was like, oh, we're not doing it anymore, so let's destroy everything. Yeah, but yeah. this really brought it back to back full circle and. I like how they use the last elements of X-Men 3 to make this possible. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Chris, can I ask a question? Because, again, my, my, my X-Men knowledge is not encyclopedic. I, don't, I still don't understand how we go from X-Men 2 to this movie in the future with 
Professor Xavier in his body? Uh, I'm going to say that the they... All right. In the comics, he has jumped bodies before, but uh, he also has an alien girlfriend that cloned his body and gave him a new body. So we don't know how he got his body in. They just wanted is you know, it wasn't relevant at that point, so they right. didn't go into it. That could be a whole story on how he got his body, but I think that they are actually doing another movie from the X-Men. Another, They're going to do one more from Days of the with the original cast well the new cast and one with the older cast that uh i think it's age of apocalypse yeah age of apocalypse is the next yep yep that's what then, that's what but I they're said. also doing one with the other cast with the uh the younger X-Men. ones you mean the 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 earlier versions or the younger yes. yeah 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 so it's it's i think it opened a lot of doors and i'm appreciative of that because fox is trying to I guess build their own. I know Sony's trying to build their own Marvel universe now too, because they have Fantastic Four and Spider Man. Uh, Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. You know, if the uh, if they ever can do a, 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 you know, bring them together all in one movie or connections, you know, between the the Disney Marvel and the Sony Marvel, and you know, if there's a, you know, I've heard talk that they may try to bring them together at some point, but. Uh, yeah, Does I Fox mean, have X Men? Yes, yes. These okay. are all they're all Fox movies. Yep, yep. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. I mean, I, I I've loved X Men comics. It's one of the besides Spider Man, X Men and Spider Man were the comics that I I started to read at the, when I first started to read comics and ones I've stuck with over the years. So these characters have always been, you know, just just even and this is in the trailers, you know, just some of those scenes in the in this stage of the future past movie with um, where they're all fighting the Sentinels and you, they're you kind of coordinating and using their powers together just to see all those characters that are kind of not super, you know, they're not, they're not characters we, that the, that have really been featured in the movies before. It's not like Cyclops and storm, all those storms there, but uh, I was going to say the other main ones, but they've got a lot of secondary ones there, like uh, Blink and Sunspot and and Colossus. So it's uh, it's just fun, you know, an Iceman. That's a great uh, great scene. And then the movie just is real interesting. And I think Wolverine being in, you know, both time periods is fun too. That's uh, and anything they go back in like the seventies is 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 cool too. <laughs> yeah. I, you know. He wakes up in that. Uh, I don't give too much away. I don't want to give too much away. But there's, it's a great scene where Wolverine first wakes up in the past. So, but, yeah, Hugh Jackman's got it, got it right because he can be in all the movies. And, yeah, you know, I can be characters. young. He's I can been be old. In, I think he's been in ten movies so far, or something like that. Yeah, all every X Men, his his own movies. You know, uh, I mean, yeah, he's just all over the place. So, yeah, it's good. You just, need, you just need Firestar now. Yeah, yeah Firestar. No, yeah, he's been in all seven X properties. Yeah, yeah, he's. Uh, although I, you know, every time this comes up, he always says, oh, "I'll do like one more or whatever." But then that's it. They, you know, I'm getting too old for this stuff. You know, they always say, but uh, but we'll see. We'll see if that happens or not. Um, so I'm trying to think of what else to uh, to cover of things that have come out. Uh, that uh, anything that you guys comes to mind that. I mean, we can go way back and talk, you know, Captain America was way, you know, in the springtime, really. But that that was great. Um, 
I'm just trying to remember the other big like sci-fi and uh... divergence. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't catch that. What was that like? Did I, I read the book? Uh, actually, I just, I, I kind of thought the book was just okay. But what, what did you think of the movie? And I enjoyed the movie. I uh, watched, the, I bought the movie uh, yesterday because my wife has been wanting to see it. Uh huh. Or a day before yesterday, and we watched it, and then I ended up buying all three books off of Amazon because I wanted to see how the story progressed. So it was really it's it's a it's a good book. I mean, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. It's entertaining. Yeah, did did it did it seem too much like Hunger Games ish to you a little bit at all, or was it, was it not did, at all like no. Hunger Games? Yeah, okay. Uh, only the only thing that was the same is they're in a dystopian society. Yeah, but their society is totally different from the dystopian society that uh, they don't, Katniss was in. They don't throw a bunch of kids in a little place and have them fight each other to the death. And yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I want to see that sometime. Yeah, I didn't see that. Uh, didn't see that one yet. Oh, there was another one too. The the that I didn't catch. It was just I was think I was traveling for work and it, I just kind of slipped by me. But uh, Maleficent. Um, the uh, I I wanted to see that too. And any of you guys see that yet? Did you guys see that I one? I have not. I, no. I saw it. Oh, did you it's see it? Fabulous. Yeah, it was good. You liked it. It was really good. Yeah. Well, tell tell us about it because I don't know what that is. Maleficent is the story of Maleficent, who was the dark fairy. And Sleeping Beauty's Beauty. stepmom was stepmom. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But it's not a step. Well, this is it's, it's sort of like a once upon a time thing. This is a reimagining of Maleficent. All right. All right. Okay. So in 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 the movie, you know, I'll, I'll kind of give a plot. I don't want to talk too much about it and give it away. But um, in the movie, they really show the or it's really a Maleficent's origin story. So it's not so much about Sleeping Beauty. It's really about Maleficent. And she was, the movie starts out, and she is a, she's a fairy, but she's like the biggest and the strongest fairy in the fairy land, you know, the enchanted land. And she had these amazingly huge, strong black wings. All the other fairies have these, you know, white translucent things. She had these really black wings, and she had this sort of this, you know, that, you know, horn thing she has on her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when yeah. you see her, you think, oh, she must be evil. But she wasn't. Uh-huh. She was not evil at all. But she was really, really strong. And so Fairyland didn't have a ruler. But people kind of looked to her because of her strength, even though she was young. And then what happened was a, 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 a prince from or a guy from the neighboring kingdom, kingdom of humans, came into Fairyland, met her, and they became friends. And, you know, they make it sound like, you know, there was a, you know, potential romantic thing that could have happened there. Well, the king in the human kingdom was intimidated by the fairies because of all their power. And just that whole enchanted forest thing. And so... He wanted to over. He, he wanted to take over that land, 
And so he went to attack the land and Maleficent sort of led the defense of that land and she, and she won. They drove him out. And so the king basically went to all of the people and said, you know, all his knights and whatever and said, anybody who can basically defeat Maleficent, you know, will be, you know, will inherit the kingdom. So this guy basically used his friendship with her to betray her. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it makes so it look like is, in the in the in the previews and stuff, you kind of she's like sort of like a Magneto in a way, where she's sort of both good and maybe a little bad at the same time. Like, well, she well, yeah, she's she's been hurt. Yeah. You know, yeah. to the core, and so part of her. It's not so much that she wants revenge. Part of her wants revenge, but in but inside she really is a good person. She's uh-huh. just that pain yeah. has now influenced her decision making and clouded her her judgment. Yeah. So when the king's baby is born, now now this this this, this boy has become the king, and he is, he has he is a child, Malefic- maleficent goes to the kingdom and you know just like in the original story she you know the other fairies you know gave gifts of beauty and all this stuff well she gave you know she gave her gift which was you know when she turned 16 she's gonna prick her finger and yeah you know, curses go into a deep she, yeah forever. she basically yes. pl- places a curse on her right yeah so. places a curse yeah well then the interesting part of this story is the girl comes into the Fairyland Kingdom. And eventually Maleficent sort of falls in, not falls in love with her, but sort of they, they become friends. Uh-huh. And she kind of develops a kind of a pseudo-maternal instinct around this girl. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And the way she put the way she made the curse, it was not revocable. By anybody, including her. So it got to a point where she wanted to revert, revert, rev- revoke the curse, and she couldn't. So then, so then she actually does end up pricking her finger, and and then so then it gets really interesting because now Maleficent's really torn. She wants to figure out how to solve the problem because she doesn't want her friend to be lying like that, and but she still knows that this king wants to kill her, and and they still have that animosity. So there's a big battle at sort of at the end in the castle. Did you see this um, in uh did you see this in 3D cuz Kenny I think mentioned of how like, you know, visually, you know, great Oh, it yeah, was. I saw it in 3D. It was oh, stunning. Oh, you did. Yeah. Cool. It was stunning. I mean, yeah, Angel- I, need to, I need to catch Angelina it sometime. Jolie, yeah. No one could have done this role but her. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was she was fabulous. In fact, I was listening to um some information about the making of the movie. A lot of what happened in the movie and a lot of the characterization really came from Angelina Jolie. She read the script, fell in love with it, and then she really worked with the director to craft the story and to help build the characterizations, you know, to really maximize the effect of the story. I mean, it was it was brilliant. It was really, really good. I highly recommend you go see it or get it when it comes out on DVD. Yeah, good. Yeah, it, good. It sounds like a good one. I I just didn't get to it in time, and 
but uh yeah that's that's uh looks looks a lot of fun so let's let's talk a little bit about what's coming up and, and brian mentioned it earlier but uh yeah i'm really looking forward to probably the you know as far as the rest of the the ones coming out this year probably the most uh next week's guardians of the galaxy is uh it looks pretty good looks pretty uh cool I, I've read some of the comics and I'm looking forward to it. It looks like it's a swashbuckling kind of fun, you know, space opera kind of movie. And I think we haven't had a good one like that in a long time. So uh, anyone else uh, looking forward to this one? Going to go see it right away? Yeah, I'm going to see that when it comes out. That movie is going to be awesome. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Who really yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Mr. Moyer. I like how it's with third-tier characters, so there's no attachment. Yeah, yeah, you know, they, they've got, you know, it's not like it's it's these big hitters like Thor and Captain America and stuff like that. So uh, I think people are going to be uh, surprised by, you know, at least if, 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 you know, the comics have this sort of light fun. There's a lot of serious stuff, too, but there's sort of this lightheartedness to them a little bit that... Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's next weekend and comes out on Friday. So yeah, yes. going to check it out. Um, yeah, it's a long weekend for us up here in Canada. So I've got three days to go see it. Sweet. That's great. That's good. Always ex- always an extra day is nice. And uh, yeah, it's that looks good. I keep seeing previews. It's not really sci-fi or fantasy. Well, maybe it's kind of a fantasy, but I... <laughs> I, I, I saw it again with Lucy today. I saw a preview for Expendables three. <laughs> it's uh oh yeah, it's <laughs> gonna be fun too. I don't I, I I just try to add up like how much all the salaries of all the actors in that movie cost. You know I I don't know. I'm not sure how much you know some of the you know the big names obviously got paid well, but uh, yeah. And I suspect some of those guys are only in it for a handful of minutes. Like I don't expect like Harrison Ford's in it all that that much. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm sure some of them. It's just it's just you know, not, you know, not like the whole movie or anything by, you know, by any means. I, I hope he has more than just, you know, a five minute spot though. I, I do, but we'll see. Yeah, and, um, and then there's another Speaking. one. Go ahead, Rick. Oh, go, no, go ahead. Okay. I was going to say the, uh, and then there's another one at, uh, towards the end of August, that Sin City movie, Sin City, uh, which is, gosh, how long has it been since they did that first one? Seven, eight, nine years, 10 years, something like that. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. I, I thought that, you know, the, those movies or the first one that they did, you know, visually just is a, is, it's a crazy, crazy movie to watch. So, uh, and this one looks even crazier. So that, that'll be uh, interesting, um, interesting to see the, did the way they see, do. Uh, Her- anybody see Hercules? The older, the the one that was like months ago, or the one that just came oh, out. No, like, the one with Dwayne yeah. Johnson. Oh, yeah, the, rock. yeah, the one with the rock in it. No, no, I, I just came out the, the yesterday, I think. Yeah, I didn't see that yeah, one. It came I came out yesterday. I saw I, it was like a between that or that Lucy movie. I wanted to see Lucy more, but uh, it. I don't know. I think we'll see. I, I I'll probably check it out some point in time. I don't know if I'm going to get to it. Maybe maybe next weekend. Or well, no. Next weekend's Guardians of the Galaxy, so that'll that'll probably overrule that. Unless I go sometime during this week. But are you guys anybody? Rick, are you going to go see that? I don't know. I was I I was debating. I was sort of, you know, I kind of like to hear from other people whether they thought it was good before I go. But I was wondering if it's going to be, you know, 
it was going to be any good. It was going to be sort of like the Brandon Fraser mummy movies, mummy yeah. movie, or you know how serious. <laughs> yeah, is it? It's. Yeah. I mean, the previews it makes it hard to tell for me. It looks. It looks. You know, they mostly show the action. You know, his family gets killed. He goes on. You know, to try to stop everyone. You know, or not stop him, but get revenge. I guess and basically yeah. gladiator. Yeah, <laughs> considering its predecessor movies, it's only uphill. <laughs> you know, there's good point. Yeah, yeah. They got a not a bad like. I I was looking at the reviews today, and it was in the it was like a sixty-five or something like that review on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's it's not the getting it's not, a horribly it's not getting completely movie. trashed. Yeah, that's you know, yeah, that's got a better review than uh, Lucy did. So or, yeah, or more people seem to like it more than Lucy. So oh, that's good. Hey, did, did did any of you guys see that? Uh, Great video on the internet with J.J. Uh, Abrams and the the uh, X-wing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wasn't one, that yeah. awesome? The one where they're you know they're doing that charity thing and and offering yeah, that but contest you know the thing, for the. Did it stick out to you that uh, the pilot had obviously not gotten in that thing hardly ever because he couldn't figure out how to get in it right? Yeah. Oh, I was laughing so hard. I thought, man, this is just perfect, except for the guy. You could tell he'd only probably climbed in it twice in his life. But, yeah, they probably just asked someone to. I'll throw have to watch it again. You know what? I, I was more focused on what JJ was saying. Right. So I, watch, my eye doesn't, doesn't really follow it. him, but I'll watch yeah. it again. Yeah. I. I. That's. That's funny. Yeah. I, I was laughing. Who knows? Maybe that I was think, even intentional. Maybe they. You know. I, I don't know, but. The thing I found interesting too is like how beat up that X-wing was. Like, yeah, it looked like it had a lot of corrosion and all that kind of stuff on it. So yeah. it was just like, like it kind of get makes me think like, is this movie like a lot of these like um you know like it's kind of a our kind of a the style of it is a little different than the X-wings from the original trilogy. But it makes me think like you know kind of things that you know Brian's been mentioning and things like that. Like maybe there isn't really much of a you know like New Republic or something like that. And uh, that everything's just sort know. of falling apart. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like it's, it's like just say, sort of like uh, maybe maybe they're regretting you know overthrowing the Empire because you know with Empire yeah. at least they had you know new paint jobs and clean clean ships to fly. Yeah. <laughs> Come down to use yeah. Bob spaceships. That's right. I gotta believe yeah. that it's 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 probably a little bit of a mix. I would think. You know, I, I I think some things will probably be that kind of old beat up stuff, but I, I you know I mean it's it's hard. We'll we'll see. I mean, there's so. I was you really hoping. See? I don't know. I mean, I've been watching on a few websites. You know, for like I know they did a lot of Star Wars panels and things at Comic Con this weekend, but you know, and I know they're talking a little bit about the cartoon series Rebels, but I mean there hasn't been a blip of news that I've seen about um about Episode Seven. You know, I mean, I was I just, heard a, I heard a a plot spoiler thing but i don't know if it's true or not so yeah What'd well that's hear? every other day on the internet though those well that, i heard that maybe you want me to say can we say spoilers where this is a spoiler <laughs> cast right yeah it should be okay. so so what i heard was um from a fairly reliable source that uh the movie starts off um with a lightsaber floating through space with a hand on it and then it goes <laughs> seriously and it goes and then it goes into the atmosphere of a planet and ends up the lightsaber falls to the the hilt of the lightsaber obviously um falls to the ground and then people discover it and then it goes from there you kind of Luke's hand it's Luke's hand <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's what I, I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, <laughs> like, no, no. You guys are all gonna, 
you're no, you're gonna be eating your popcorn, and you're all gonna spit it out when you see a hand fly across the screen when you sit down for the that. Phone. Sounds like you know some fanboys like uh, you know uh, yeah. idea of what oh you know what would be cool if we if we had Luke's hand from well you know in the um, in in the one of the novels you know Mara Jade finds that she finds Luke's oh. lightsaber. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, she finds his lightsaber, and George Chaboth found his hand. Yeah. yeah. So whatever, but uh, no, it's well, I would have. It would have been neat to see. Gotten into space. It would have been neat to see the uh, you know like the main characters, and even just a picture or two uh, at Comic Con. You know, if they would have had something. Yeah. I mean, there was I think Mark Hamill is there, and there was that picture that I put up on. The yeah, Facebook group, right? Where he, I mean, he's popped up on a couple things Disneyland, I think, some Disney weekend thing. And he's, you know, obviously got the this beard and look for the movie that they're filming. But, uh, yeah, there's boy, a few million dollars in his tuna shirt changed, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what are you well, talking about? What I don't, I, don't, I don't understand what you mean. What are you talking about? Well, now he's all grateful for being in Star Wars for a while. Yeah, there, you talking like, about Mark it. Hamill yeah. or are you talking about Harrison Ford? Who are you talking about? Well, both all of, them. of them. They're all thrilled, man. Can you imagine all these years later, and then all of a sudden you're in Star Wars again? I've never heard right. uh, a whole lot from Mark Hamill ever, like like bad mouthing it or saying anything bad. I heard that the he, no. the only career stuff he could get was like cartoon voices and stuff like that. That he was so type typecast. Oh well, yeah. it yep. certainly yeah, it certainly put it did stuff like that to him. But it, I mean, you yeah, know, that that yeah. isn't really. I've never heard him say you know like oh my gosh I hated why did I do that because now I'm typecast. I've never I've never really heard that. But oh know. okay, because I I thought I, he was negative towards it. I okay I'm no I'm, I've I never. This is one of those those things. Like, you know like yeah maybe he got typecast, but if he never got. It was never Luke Skywalker. Maybe he would never had much of a career anyway. Well, that's so. true. It's like he's not. It's know, a double edged sword. Actor, it's no the bro. same thing with the Star yeah. Trek actors. You know, it's a double edged yeah. sword. Yeah. You know, yeah. with anybody who becomes so popular by any role, it's like, you know, you, you, yeah, <laughs> like you said, it's, 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 you're really going to complain about that. You could have had nothing. Like, in other words, like, okay, you yeah. could have either been this, this guy that will forever be known as like Luke Skywalker or Superman or Batman or nothing. Or, or no, or it could have been nothing at all, right? No, I've never. Yeah. The classic one always has been Harrison Ford. You know that that he was yeah. like, you know, yeah. oh, I wish, you know, whatever. They were just kids' movies, you know. And he's like, but uh, but anyway, no, yeah. I mean, it's it's he, he, yeah. He Who makes knows? he does it tongue in cheek now because I think he kind of had to. But uh, I think they they funny. all should just be like uh, happy. Yes, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think there is. I, I I guess I can understand it a little bit, you know, especially after thirty plus years or whatever, where that's all people yeah. are really uh, talking about or asking about when they see you. Still, you know, yeah. but uh, yeah. So so anyway, we'll we'll see what happens. You know, it's it, year and a half away, really, or so. So it's uh, and I think you know everything I keep hearing is is they're going to still push it uh, to get it out on uh, in December twenty fifteen, even with the whole you know Harrison Ford break the leg thing. So yeah, uh, I mean, he really took that literally. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I'm sure that uh, who knows? Maybe someday we'll hear more about what, what exactly, what actually happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's well, it's surprising yeah, heard, to me, but what I heard was that there was um, one of the doors that they were using, um, yes, in the Millennium Falcon was like a garage door, and that 
and the garage door came was it would close, and it just closed on his foot. Like he didn't uh-huh. get his foot out, and when it when that door claw came down, it caught. Could his you just ankle. hear him? I could hear him. Chewy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if you're sorry or not. <laughs> so so. In terms of where, of where we're going in the future, the three movies that I know that I'm interested in coming in within the next month are the Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, yeah the Turtles. I, you know, <laughs> I got to see how they're going to do that. And then Heroes the other the other movie show. that they're starting to really show in previews is The Giver. I, I haven't seen. Anything I don't even that. know what no, that is. It, Tell us one. all about that. What is that? The Giver. The Giver is it's a, it's a it's a sci-fi flick. It's 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 in the future. I'm not quite sure how far in the future, but it's almost like a Gattaca kind of concept. Where are there any know, celebrities the world... in it that we know, or uh, people, actors, or? Um, you know, I'm not exactly sure. I can do a quick check. Is this come but out the... in in August, Rick? It comes out in August. Okay. And the idea behind it is that they're living in this perfect society. There's no crime. Everybody has a work, has a job. Oh to do. yeah, yeah. Now I'm now it's sort of ringing a slight bell, but not not a lot. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. And then, it's another one of these, these dystopian they, future things, right? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and they have to get these shots that they are, are supposedly. You know, to ward off infections, you know, like you know, like that. And they, but they find out that these shots are actually changing people, like removing emotions and sort of, you know, messing with their with their with their brain chemistry. Oh, okay. So like, a, like a Stargate episode. Oh, I, you know, and Meryl Streep is one of the headliners in the movie. Yeah, I just now pulled up the listing that. for it. Yeah, Jeff Bridges, Meryl Streep, both are in it. Uh... Taylor Swift, <laughs> Katie Holmes. Well, you know, it sounds like equi- equilibrium. A little bit, yeah, it does. I guess it's based on a on a on a pretty popular book. Uh, a young adult. well, originally, originally it was called L- the Liver, and that didn't go over too well because people weren't into transplants. Oh, we're we're way, way into the show. I, you haven't you haven't given us some of those zingers. It's it's taking you this long. I mean, I expected with well, the apes because I use them all up. I, I guess with the apes we did it a little show. right, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think that should be good. Oh, the other one that's, it's not really, I guess, completely sci-fi, but the other one I've been seeing previews for is that Storm, uh, that Storm movie thing. Into the Storm, oh, I think yeah. it's called. Into yeah, with all the, like, yeah. planes yeah. being, like, lifted off the ground and thrown around. Like, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that looks at least... month, isn't it? it? Yeah, yeah, it's in oh my gosh. August, yeah. Oh, my gosh. The 30th of this month. So yeah, by the time this airs, it'll still be coming out. Was that Wednesday or Thursday? Sharknado two, the sequel. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> Sharknado. Everybody yeah. keeps telling me, I, you know, I haven't even watched. Uh, I didn't get. Uh, I didn't watch the first one yet. I haven't done that yet. Oh so. well. Then you probably won't enjoy the second. <laughs> yeah, or maybe I, you'll I enjoy the second one. New, I read this news article from the actress that is in it again, and she was so ditzy. <laughs> She said, "There actually, this actually could happen. You know, sharks could be in tornadoes. Oh, I mean, it's yeah. rare, but it could happen. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah, it could. Well, it could happen. It could. Well, theoretically, I mean, it, could. it is possible. Yeah, but come on. 
I think they'd be dead pretty quick oh, though. Right. You know, they, they you know that would yeah. be that that's the only little yeah, I could see a, a tornado or a water spot lifting a shark out of the water, but the problem is that yeah, it, it then but they the, wouldn't go the, around eating people. The shark is then dead exactly. dead pretty quickly though. So uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. That that's the part that's that yeah, I could see a shark being lifted out of the water. Yeah, I could see that, but but then it would be Well, dead. I just knew I knew everybody in the listening audience would probably be very excited about seeing <laughs> Sharknado the sequel. Well, you know, those you those movies that are on uh, you know, the, some of those sci-fi Saturday night movies that you know, they they're they're funny. They're, you know, they're, they're fun to watch, you know. They there's uh there's nothing wrong with a fun movie like that sometimes, but yeah, right. uh, sci-fi yeah. movies were notoriously bad in the past and they said, "You know what? Let's just embrace it." Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right you know, about that. They actually yeah. did. You're right and about they that, Chris. They, they tried for a while to keep them fairly yeah. serious, and then slowly yeah. they just leaned, like, you know, yeah. okay, Comedy. hey, just the other way, and then they just went all out, and then they made Sharknado. And... Well, do you, do you remember when they, they the tagline was Saturday Night on Sci-Fi, the, the most dangerous place on, on TV? Dangerous or Night like of that. TV or something, yeah. Something like that, and it was like, oh, gosh, you're totally right. This is horrible. Remember, <laughs> uh, Pitch Black was originally going to be a sci-fi Saturday Saturday show. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh. If you look at the credits, it's done by Sci-Fi. Huh. Wow. That's a, that's interesting. Yeah. It tested so well. They're like, okay, why don't we just uh, make Let's a movie? Just make it a movie. <laughs> and then they went the broad release on it. That's so cool. um, but before we wrap up, anybody? Um, Brian mentioned a couple of things TV wise, but um. There's a few things on TV that I've been watching. Uh, I'm watching hey. Defiance on Sci-Fi. Uh, I kind of gave up on that Dominion show on on Sci-Fi. I watched a few episodes and it just didn't do a lot. That was the thing that was based on. I that tried. Well, I tried that too. Amy liked it. More Legion. Than I did. It was based on that movie from yes. a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's a with, sequel to Legion. Spinoff of Legion. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, the characters hey. just didn't really do much for me. And uh, but. Um, and then I'm watching. I'm I'm starting to. We've been watching. I uh, just two episodes so far. Um, Guillermo del Toro's The Strain, that uh, modern kind of vampire tale. I, I know. Anybody else been watched that? I know there was some. I have not. No. My wife not. has. I haven't seen it yet. I was supposed to, but I haven't seen it yet. It's a little. There was a. Uh, I don't know if it's on the my Facebook group or the Anomaly Facebook group, but there was a little thread. Um, I think it was on mine on the on the uh, Trex and Sci-Fi one, but uh, there was a, a back and forth with me and Kevin I think on there about about the strain and it. Even though I, I'm still kind of mixed on the show, I'm not completely won over by it. it he, you know, he kept saying it's pretty it's a pretty dark and gruesome show, and I'll I completely agree with that. It is certainly uh, pretty dark and gruesome, but I think that's the uh, I think that's the idea of it i mean it's it's supposed to be like that it's sort of a modern vampire tale and there's some pretty gross stuff that happens in uh in it so i'll give it another episode or two and then i'll decide if i'm going to keep stick with it but it's uh it's pretty uh it's pretty you know icky some in some points (laughs) there are these little (laughs) worm things and stuff and and just yeah but uh, yeah. uh, any, anybody else? Anything? What you guys are watching on TV? Yeah, I'm. I've been watching um, the 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 last ship. That's the one of oh yeah with the, the disease, right? The disease yeah. that's wiped out most of the world and the ship. Yeah, I've been yeah. watching that too. Yeah, yeah. Like I like that one. I I, I kind of like the idea that you know you got that disease and they gotta kind of cure it. But I also just kind of like you know that happens on a ship. 
you know, like I, I like that the two angles on that. It, it's, I find it kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a it's it's a fun fun show. You know, I got the military it's better than I thought stuff. it would be. Yeah, I think so. It's each week I, I I keep saying, you know, this in you know it keeps you know it's got enough going for it that I keep watching it. So uh, and uh, it's not uh, not like any other show on. I always try to find shows that are you know different than the rest of them if I can. So. It's yeah, it's it's pretty good so far. I've been also watching it's 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 a geeky kind of show, I guess. It's not really sci-fi or anything, but that that Halt and Catch Fire, which uh, goes back and it's it's a it's it's fiction, but it's based on some of the early days, uh, you know, of uh, in the in computers. Basically, it tells a story of this company trying to make one of the first uh, IBM clone PCs, kind of on their own, and uh, it, it's been really good. It's on uh, AMC. It's called Halt and Catch Fire. I think it's, I think we've got like two episodes left. I think it's only like ten episodes. So that's been yeah, pretty I've been good. Yeah, watching that too. Yeah, really if you like computers, it. it's it's real fun to watch. It, 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 it sounds like they're trying to chronicle what happened for the, with the K Pro, but I'm not sure if that's true. But it seems like it. A little bit, yeah. I think so. You mean the fact that it's portable too, especially that yeah. that yeah, yeah. And then well, have you guys uh, seen Silicon Valley? I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen that show. That show is funny. It is hilarious. It's about uh, a tech startup in Silicon Valley, and it is just all kinds of funny. Where does that one air? What is that on? Chris? HBO. HBO, okay. All right. Now, Amy just popped her head in here, and she has one that she's all excited about because Jen's sister, you know, Jen from the Anomaly podcast, her sister's really into this book series that they're making into a TV show for the Stars Network. Right. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Amy, she just popped her head in and she wanted to talk about it real quick. Go tell ahead. Us, tell us what it is, Amy. Actually, I just sent Rico and you a um, a little clip of the credits. Uh-huh. And it has some of the musical score. I don't know if we can play that or – and I, I don't know. It's, it's really – Is that better? Yeah. So what's it called again, Amy? What's it's this? Called, it's called Outlander. And it is kind of a mixture of sci-fi and historical fiction. Because and, and Ron Moore is the one that's putting it out. Ron Moore. I mean, he's producing it. He's directing, or directing it. it yeah. He may be producing it, too. I know he was big in, in getting it going. So... Um, it, but it involves time travel and historical fiction. And I've listened to, I think, five, the first five audiobooks. And, oh, it's um, got that many books out. I didn't yeah. realize. Oh, I, didn't, I, yeah. I, I, I think it has like eight. Maybe I've listened to the first six. So they have lots and lots of uh, material to go from. Wow, okay. Yeah, lots and lots. And, and each book is kind of epic in itself it's it's like a 13 cd set at least wow per per book yeah. um so it there's a lot of material and it's it's very i don't it, very i don't know i want to say it's just epic it's just very it, let's just say men in kilts <laughs> and time travel <laughs> and you time can't go travel. wrong there right kilts and, time travel and yeah yeah yep. pretty women 
I well, we haven't seen the show yet, so you don't yeah, know don't if know. there's pretty women or not. Um, but it I, comes out on August 1st on the Stars Network. Well, I think August 9th. August 9th? I thought 3rd. Okay, you said 1st, you said 3rd, you said 9th. Hey, um, hey, hey, whoa, what are you doing? Well, I could. She just grabbed the mouse from me. Uh-oh, ooh, that's, that's cause for, for <laughs> taking the mouse. I mean, you can so, take the remote control, but don't take my mouse. So, um, here it is. Oh, I, there it is. Okay, I, well, okay, well, it's going to be on the Stars Network coming up in August. And my wife made me order the premium movie channel. Just so that we could get this. Because yeah. the book series was, was pretty. And what I love about it, um, just like I'm a Buffy fan, even though this is a little bit different genre, um... It has a very strong female lead. Yeah. Um, the lady that does the time traveling, she starts out as a um, military nurse. And um, her skills as a, a healer or doctor um, evolve even though she goes back in time. She, you know, she grows as a person and it's it's just really fascinating. Hmm. So it ought to be an interesting series. So if anybody's interested, Outlander, check it out. right on Stars. Yeah, that uh, I've been hearing about it for a while. You know, especially with the Ron Moore connection. You know, of course yeah, he did yeah. stuff on Next Generation and Battlestar Galactica, Battlestar Galactica. of course, yeah. and and then that show that we'll all forget about, or I'm trying to forget about Helix. So uh, yeah, it didn't go over too yeah, well. Yeah, I, I didn't care for that one at all, but. I think this is going to be It spread like a disease is what it was. <laughs> I enjoyed Helix because I had zero expectations for it. <laughs> well, there you go. There's too much black goo for me. Yeah. It's just more black yeah. goo. Let's have some more black goo. And look, oh, there's a guy with some black goo on him. Oh, uh-oh. By the way, can I have some black goo? Yeah, yeah past the black goo, but... Um, no. My trouble with that show is just that just nothing seemed to ever really it never go happen. It's like, yeah. uh, you know... But anyway, yeah, so Outlander. Yeah, that sounds good. I, I've been hearing stuff about it. I'm going to check it out if I get a chance. Uh, it, um, I think they're, uh, it's just going to be a weekly series for like, what, a short, like 10, 12 episodes, probably some short season. Well, they're going to have a, they're going to have a cut in between the seasons. Yeah, so we're going to cancel stars. For, okay. Like, so it's going to do that. Again. They're going to do that yeah. kind of thing where they'll show yeah. like, like Battlestar Galactica. Uh, like there's gonna be like six or seven, and then they'll take a hiatus and come back in January or February, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, if it's got months, you then... know those many books and that much popularity, it'll probably uh, it'll probably do pretty well. I mean, there's just uh, so many different places. You know, you can see TV. I, I don't even want to call it TV anymore, but you know, it, it, you know, on like uh, like they brought back that comedy show Community. It's gonna be on Yahoo when it starts up again. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah, and they're going to start their own little thing. Amazon's got their own TV shows, and Netflix, of course, has got their own TV shows. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it's just crazy. Everybody's going to have their own little TV networks, and uh, it, it's it's fun, though. I, I like it. Uh, you know, it just you get a lot of different variety of stuff to watch that way, yeah. rather than just, you know, the good old days of, you know, three network, uh, whatever those guys decided to put on for us. So. Right, right. Yeah, You know cool. a good sci-fi show that I didn't mention? That's actually on Stars, Da Vinci's Demons. You have to watch that now that you have Stars. I've heard of it. Awesome show. Yeah, I've heard it about is, that we'll, one we'll too. Awesome yeah. show. Is that what? Is that where is that at? Have they done like a season of it? And uh, they, they just ended season two. Oh, ended season two. Okay, all right. And it it season one was good. Season two was amazing. Cool, cool. We'll check it out. Yeah. And they do a lot of name dropping. Their characters, you go. Wait, I know who that is from history, and I know who that is from history, and you go, you know, 
it's it's a lot of interesting things happening. You, I can't tell you anything because anything would spoil it. Okay, yeah. all right. Other than the lead character is Leonardo da Vinci, and he is as cool as you think he would be. Cool. Awesome. As a 20, 30-something, uh, well, the smartest man of his time. That's cool. Yeah, oh, I'm but also watching um, Falling Skies, the new season of it, which is which is quite a bit different than the previous seasons. I, I don't know. I'm, it, it's a little... Uh, it's okay still, and I'm enjoying it, but it's, they've really changed sort of the 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 tone of the show in a way. Uh, but is anybody else watching Falling Skies still? I or, am. Are you? I am. Okay. I think this season's more about family than anything else. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's not bad or anything. It's just a lot different, you know, Chris, than than the previous ones. The previous ones were much more, I think, kind of straightforward, where they were just you know yes. fighting as a unit in a way and. They've been kind of more on the run here, but I'll tell you that last. Well, no, I haven't watched the last episode, but the one before that, you know, what they're doing to some of the people, like when the uh, I don't want to give anything away too much, but uh, there's some nasty stuff going on. These aliens are doing now to uh, experiments and things. So uh, yes, yeah. So, but yeah, Falling Skies. It, it's been a it's been a fun show to watch. You know, each summer when it's been on. So I I, I enjoyed Revolutions until it got canceled. Yeah, that finally that finally went away, right? Yeah, I kind of yeah. I, I fizzled out on that one, but uh, yeah, did they sort of resolve it at all, or did it just end, Chris? Uh, yes and no. They resolved it, but then they left it on the the biggest cliffhanger ever. Oh, really? Oh, that's too bad. Kind of. I, I yeah, that's. Uh... I watched it all the way up, and I haven't watched the last episode. Oh. the the last episode resolves all the dangling plot threads, but creates a new one. And makes you go, oh man! But it's like it's like V. When V ended, it was right, a huge. Right. It was You're a huge right. Story. They did that too. There, right, yeah. where, where they go, like, okay, well, uh, you know what? <laughs> We're, but they did yeah. go back and reshoot scenes for Revolution to tie to up the Lucians for the for the for the people. Yeah, for the well, that's good. The characters that we liked, and they cleaned that up, so it ended on a positive beat for them. Well, that's good. I'll have to watch it then. All right, well, um, unless anybody else has got anything else, let's at least wrap up uh, the main, the the podcast part of this, and, and we can chit-chat a little more if you guys want. Well, but uh, Go ahead, yeah, Rick. I'm I, sorry. I just want to add a couple other things. Yeah, yeah, um, go ahead. There's ex- Extent. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I watching, forgot about that. I guess it, I'm really you know, enjoying that show. Um, it's kind of okay so far for me. I don't know. It's not really something kind of that hasn't really grabbed me about it it's okay i i i'll keep watching it but uh, i think it's a, i think i think it's gonna be a slow burn so yeah it's definitely a slow burn <laughs> yeah yeah so i am watching under the dome but that's getting really slow i don't know i don't, don't yeah, know if stay with I'm that watching too, much that too. My wife I, I left the dome I I, I I left from under the dome i, I dug out because i don't wa- i don't watch it anymore yeah. <laughs> i saw under the dome with that one episode of haven and i was cool with it yeah. yeah, yeah, I f- yeah. I forgot all about that Halle Berry. That should be a bigger deal than it probably. I don't know how it's doing in the ratings, but uh, it's uh, you know what, one of the, what network is it on? It's on CBS. Yeah, CBS. Well, if it's on CBS, maybe it'll last. But if I think it's one on of the troubles I'm having it. with that show, you know, it's it's okay, Rick. But the the um, one of the troubles I'm having with the X Tent show is that it, now it's turned into this sort of semi-government slash NASA or whatever they're called. Conspiracy? I don't think they're called. Yeah, I don't think they're called NASA. It's something else, like ISA or whatever. But yeah, it's another one of these like cover-up government-y things. And I'm like, you know, really, 
Why is it always like that? Oh, we'll take you away with us. Don't worry. We've got your best interest, you know, da 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 all this other stuff. And it's like, right. I guess I get a little tired of that, that, that idea, that Vengeance. plot idea. It's, yeah. it's, it's like, uh, okay. Right. Sure. But so. CBS has been jagged cutting their uh, sci-fi shows. Like intelligence didn't last long at all. I know. Yeah. I'm still, no. ups- you know, I like that show and I, I was disappointed with that when that yeah, happened. Yeah, I was too. I just think it was a really, I, I liked the concept. I thought the characters were really fun, you know, and, and I liked what, you know, I, you know, these shows for me, at least a lot has to do with the cast and if they're, you know, appealing yeah. characters or not. And, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that, that one, you know, both that one and that almost human with, almost um, human. I was going to say that. Carl Urban. Yeah, yeah, I, I was enjoying that show. Yeah. That, I that, that show deserved sadly. better. That one, I wish somebody would pick up like a, like, you know, a, a Yahoo or Amazon or Netflix or something, but. And I don't think that show didn't seem like it was super expensive to make. You know, I think they did a lot with, you know, a little bit of money. I don't think it really yeah. was that costly. So, uh, well, all right, guys. Uh, it was who's good talking. Who's going to be watching the Doctor Who premiere on August 25th? Oh. I'm going to the theater to see that. I hope, I it's, I hope it's in a local theater. I mean, I think it's going to be pretty widespread where they're going to. I just read that, yeah, a couple of days ago or whatever, where it's going to be in theaters the first episode. So, uh, yeah. Fantastic! Uh, in three weeks or so, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be different. That's for sure with a new doctor. So, well, thanks, guys. I appreciate uh, talking to you. It was fun. A lot Thank of you, uh, Rico. a lot of good yeah, stuff. Thanks, Rico. And thanks uh, for us. it was always always fun to do this every every you know six months ish or whatever. And uh, you guys, uh, please, you know, if you can, and and anyone else listening too, uh, you got a couple week and a half or so. The idea for show 500 again was to send in a little video about uh, what kind of universe do you want to live in, in the you know a future universe, a fantasy universe, some some you know you want to be in the Star Trek world, you want to be you know you know in in Outlander and traveling through time. What do you want to live? Where do you want to? What do you want to do? What what would appeal to you? So, uh, but uh, yeah, send those videos to me treksf at gmail.com or you know Dropbox them or however you want to get to them FTP however or email me if you need help. I had someone email me today. It was I did a video on my phone and I don't know how to get it to you. <laughs> or he's like it's too big to email. So there's there's a service I've used that I always suggest to people if they don't really have something handy. I think it, the website is called WeTransfer all one word WeTransfer.com. And basically, you don't even really need to sign up for it or anything like that. You can just literally dump a file there, put an email address to that you want to send it to, and then the person that you you know put the email down for, they will get an e- you know an email that says, "Hey, click here to download this file that such and just sent to you." And it's 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 free. It's easy. I think you can do a file up to like it, it's pretty big. It's like it's it, it's much bigger than most videos will probably be. So. WeTransfer.com is something you guys can use if you need it. So well, OneDrive also does that now. OneDrive? It, yeah, it, if you have Skype, you automatically get OneDrive for free. So oh, okay. I think you get a free 20 gigs. If you have Microsoft Office, you get a terabyte of online storage. Yeah, I forgot about this stuff. connection of Skype and uh, and and Microsoft. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's there's lots of different ways to do it. So uh, there was always uh, always a way. But thanks, guys. I, I uh, it was fun talking to you. Appreciate it and. Uh, Enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy and all the other cool uh, cool stuff coming out in the next month or two. And, and then uh, we'll be talking again soon. Take care. You've 
been listening to Treks in Sci-Fi with Rico Dosti and other special guests. We would love to hear from you. Write to us today at treksf at gmail.com. That's treksf at gmail.com. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise, Enterprise, Enterprise. It's continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations. Visit the website today at www.treksinsci-fi.com. Treks in Sci-Fi is a Rico Dosti production. Treks in Sci-Fi.